world of Pokémakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us... JD. And Alex. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokémon. And a world for them to inhabit. Last time, we talked about the Laverton Forest. Yeah. Our equivalent to the Redwoods area in Alsea. Yeah, a big purplish forest. Yeah, purple, Laverton, lavender-coloured, named after Professor Laverton. And then we also made a Pokémon. We made Milia, which evolves into Kapinky. <laughs> Kapinky? Kapinky. A pair of mushroom Pokemon that aren't grass types because they're not plants. They are they are ground poison and they live partially underground in the forest. It's feeding off the trees. Yeah, symbiotic relationship with Grungetal and Doomatal in yeah. particular. Today we're gonna be talking about the first few roots of Ulsea, Roots 1, which we'll get to. But before that, I'm actually gonna take us to Who's That Pokemon? Oh, doing who's that Pokemon first? Because the Pokemon that I'm going to make today is, I mean, it's definitely a Pokemon you'll find on Roots 1 of Ulsea, and I also think it might end up slightly shaping both how we design those roots and potentially the other Pokemon we include on those roots when we talk about that as well. So I wanted to go over this Pokemon first. Okay. And part of that is because I think we need to kind of rectify something from early on in the show, where we decided that Playsemino Playmum would be our quote-unquote Rattata equivalent. Mm. Because they're not really, for a few reasons. One, they're not rodents or anything of the sort, legomorphs or anything quite <laughs> like that. They're very different animals. They're marsupials. Yeah. And they're not even primary normal type. They're primary dark type. Mm. And we haven't got a single mono normal type yet. <laughs> Which Oops. is probably, I haven't checked, but probably the single most common single type Pokemon type there is. Yeah, but it's boring. Sure. <laughs> if you let it be boring, I think there's fun things you can do with it. Sure. Which I think is part of what we're going to do today. So I think we need to make a new Route 1 Rattata clone Pokemon. A Route 1 rodenty. Okay, and you Pokemon. have a concept? I've got an idea for that, yeah, based on a particular North American animal. Specifically, Western North America that just really feels like it fits the bill and gives us some fun things to play around with. Okay. The American Pika. Oh. <laughs> Have you heard of the American Pika? Oh, those. <laughs> JD has just shown me a picture. I didn't know what those were called. I thought they were like little ground squirrels or something. They're actually more closely related to rabbits. Okay. So the American Pika, it kind of looks to me like a little hamster. Yeah. They're small. They're small, rodent-like, but I think actually technically not rodents properly. But they don't have to be rodents because Bunnelby and Diggersby already came along and were legomorphs. Sure. So legomorphs are on the table. Sure. And that's what these guys are. Yeah. They kind of look like hamsters. They've got big ears. They live in rocky mountain areas, like the western mountains. Yeah, the, the place where I specifically know that I have seen them mm -hmm. is up on Mount Hood. It makes perfect sense for Route 1, particularly in the northern part. Yeah. It makes sense that this little creature would be living in that area as well as sure. further south, where yeah. there are still rocky areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also just, it's the kind of thing you can fit anywhere reasonably well, I yeah. think. No, I have seen those. I didn't know what they were called. Yeah, they're, they're very cute. They're called Pikas. Wikipedia, at the top of the page, says, you might be thinking of da 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 or Pikachu. <laughs> There is a theory that the name of Pikachu might come partly from those. I don't think that's really the case, though, is the thing, because it's the same name in Japanese and all languages, because of course it is as Pikachu. Mm -hmm. It's from the Japanese onomatopoeia, Pika Pika for sparkle, and Choo Choo, the sound of a mouse squeaking. Sure. Like, it's the mouse Pokemon in the Pokedex, and like it has a very prominent tail. Pikas do not have tails. Yeah. That's a notable feature of them, which is why I'm saying they remind me of hamsters. Yeah, I have seen these, and I thought they were like chipmunks or something. Yeah. They can 
can look quite different in different parts of the world as well. Oh. There's a Illy Pika that I think is incredibly endangered. There's like less than oh. a thousand suspected to be left in the wild. So here's a very different looking creature. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's much fluffier. Yeah. Much more rabbit-like as well. Yeah. I just did a quick Google to yeah. confirm that those are the things that I have seen, right? So I Googled North American Pika mm-hmm. and it was saying specifically there are a bunch on Mount Hood and yeah. they live throughout the gorge where we live. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I've definitely seen these things. Yeah. And I just never realized that they weren't just weird squirrels. They're just very common rodent-like yeah. animals in this part of the world. It makes perfect sense for them to be a ratata variant. Yeah, because we have a lot of ground squirrels here too, so I mm-hmm. think if I see anything running around in the rocks or whatever, I just assume that that's what it is. Yeah, so two-stage evolution line, naturally, like classically so. Yeah. They could both be pure normal, but <laughs> these can sometimes have a secondary type. Beberel with normal water, mm. Diggers B with normal ground. It's an option. One option available to us would be normal electric. Yeah. Pay homage to Pikachu sure. in this Pika. Yeah. I think if we don't make it electric, we do something like give it abilities that tie into being electric. Like it yeah. has like motor drive, which makes it immune to electric moves and boosts its speed. Yeah, yeah. Those kinds of things. It could go either way in that regard, I think. Yeah. I kind of like it being pure normal. Yeah. But I mean, we haven't really discussed what it is like yeah. at all or anything. Yeah. Okay. Like they're very just like normal little rodents. Yeah. Like nondescript rodent critter. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not rodents. They're not rodents. They're lagomorphs. That's true. But they sure are convincing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would end up having those same black eyes. Like it's got the same black eyes as Pikachu. Yeah. As its natural animal. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, I was going to say, I think it should be on all fours, but maybe one form should be on all fours and one should be stood up. Ooh. Part of me was thinking like, it's kind of just a bit of a tube, just quite mm. rounded with little fitsies on little the bottom. Feets. And then when it evolves, it just gets bigger with slightly longer legs. You yeah. showed me the picture of the Illy Pika, mm-hmm. which makes me think like, what if its evolved form is bigger in that it is fluffier? It has more <laughs> prominent ears. Like that looks like it's taller than the other one. Sure. They're cute. Yeah. Look at yeah. them. Yeah. I like these ones with the curry and little leaves. Yeah. Little leaves. Oh, this one's picked some flowers for you. Yeah. Oh. They must use them to build little nests. They've got very good snoots and cheeks. They're little... That's very good. Very good little cheeks. Nosy, cheeky thing. Yeah. So I think, like, give it a similar, like, snouty nose and give it some little round Pikachu-esque cheeks mm. right at the tip of its nose. <laughs> Like right at the end. These tiny little little spots. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. You can even like actually show whiskers coming out of these electricies. Oh yeah. Of, of these what would be electric spots. And you can have the whiskers be a bit jagged. Like it's clearly got electric connections and can learn electric moves without being an electric type itself. Like it just pick that up from its similar cousin. Maybe the unevolved form is actually, it sits up a little bit. And when it evolves, yeah. it goes down on all fours. Okay. I don't want to do the thing where it's on all fours and it stands up when it evolves. I like reversing that. Yeah. Where it's kind of like... Yeah, it starts sitting up. It would still like run. I mean, the same way Pikachu does. It would still run on all fours. Yeah. It's more of a... It's it's smaller, so it is yeah. easier for it to get itself upright. Yeah. It's resting position is sitting upright. Like up on its back legs. Yeah. Like a little meerkat. Yeah. You've got the very distinct round ears, which are very mouse-like. So the beaker's got like different colored fur patterns and spots and stripes and things. So you could do some kind of zigzaggy pattern that kind of conveys lightning bolt-esque, but also being a bit similar to like zigzagoon. Yeah. It doesn't step on the toes of Shimaruto for a few reasons. One, you find them in very different areas. I think this, you don't find, say, in the Laventon Forest. Mm, but which, you do find Shimaruto. Which is where we said you'd find Shimaruto. And we said we'd find Playsome in that forest as well. Sure. Playsome as well probably still shows up, if not on Route 1, then around that area. Yeah. I'm nothing of Playsome more like the equivalent of, say, Poochiena. Mm. 
or purloin. Sure, yeah. Or nick it. Or even wooloo. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that Pokemon that's just got a bit more pizzazz early on in the game. Like, yeah. do you remember what uh, the actual Generation 8 early game normal type is? Because wooloo shows up on that first route and it's in a similar situation, but it's not actually that Pokemon. Squovit. 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 Ingredient. I don't like those ones. Yeah. They're not cute squirrels. They're squirrels popular in Japan, apparently. They deserve to be cute. They're popular in Japan, which is why Greedent is in Pokemon Unite. Oh. But the point is, you don't remember those because Wooloo is so much more memorable as an early game normal type. Yeah. And like, that's where Playsome sits for us, I think. It's more fun and memorable. Or again, like Galarian Zigzagoon. Yeah. Playsome is in that spot. Yeah. Even Nickit, I like remembered before. Eh. I don't care for Nickit, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Point is, this feels that that young goose mm. bunnelby patrat squovit roll yeah. of like but a little bit more cute yeah you need the lame ones to make the other ones cooler yeah no we do need something a little bit more basic yeah. so yeah it evolves and then it's a bit more of that like sort of a short fat sausage shape <laughs> i'm thinking of it almost more like bidoof shaped okay i guess yeah this with slightly longer great. legs on the evolve form when i was thinking about it potentially being electric type mm-hmm. zapika <laughs> just nice and simple Aww. drawing on pika i mean that's right could still be called that quite frankly <laughs> more of american onomatopoeia but using that same pika sound as a callback to pikachu and also this animal specifically yeah i thought that was good so maybe it could still potentially be that i didn't have a name for the pre-evolution regardless so if you've got any suggestions on that front yeah i'm thinking about how normal types are named they don't have like word association yeah, it depends the way that other types do like i can't just think of water words to throw at well it. no what are normal words Squovit. so apart from like squirrely stuff and playing around with the letters in it. Why is it Squovet? What's the vet? Covet? You're probably right. I think you're right. Their names have a lot more to do with their personality. Yeah. So what's this guy's personality like? That's what's this guy's personality. Cute. <laughs> Baby. Pe-cute. 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 He is pe-cute. He is pe-cute. <laughs> that seems a bit too on the nose. Fine. He's got cheeks. Pika. Pika. Chica. 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 Pe- say Chica. Pachica. Pachica. Chica poo. Nope. They live in the ground? They live in like rocky, cavey mountain areas. Small mountain dwelling mammal found in Asia and North America. Wait, Shor- wait, 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 wait. Pika. P E A K A. There's something there at least. There's something there. <laughs> I think it might need just a touch more than just being a homophone of the actual animal. We're not doing a seal dugong over here. Why not? <laughs> because that's lame and lazy. It's a good joke. And yeah, and I'm saying we can use that joke, but just punch it up a slight bit. Like, add a little something to that name. Especially as they're not necessarily found in the peaks. Topeka. It's <laughs> <laughs> the capital of something. Where's the capital of? I know. It's Kansas. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. The pika is also known as the whistling hare because of its high-pitched alarm call when diving into its burrow. <laughs> Peekal. Peekal. P-E-A-K-A-L-L. One thing they eat is called a forb. Uh, a sunflower is a large forb. Okay. A herbaceous flowering plant that is not a graminoid. What? Can't just throw out words like forb. <laughs> Wikipedia. What? So a peekal and evolving into. Do you want to keep zapika or? I don't mind zapika. I think it's fun. Yeah. 
Here's a little zap. Do you have any thoughts you want to say about the colours of these two? Hmm. So you looked at them before, they're kind of greyish, brownish, typical rodenty sorts yeah, of colours in real I life. I want to have fun with them. We don't yeah. have any, like, I feel like my default for colouring Pokemon is often make them the same colour as the po- as the animal that they're based on. Yeah. If you consider the early game rodents, that tends to be what happens with them. Mm. Squovit, very, like, it's greyish and it evolves into, like, Greedent as more a red squirrel, but still kind of brownish. Yeah. Youngest and Gumshoes, brownish. Normal uh, types in general tend to have neutral colors mm. like that. Most of them do. Sentret, Zigzagoon, Bidoof, they all tend to be that brown. And then there's Rattata. Yeah. There aren't that many bright purple rats, to my knowledge. <laughs> no. Not typically. Gen 1 was just kind of doing whatever. And we could do a little bit more whatever. Those, like, lightning stripes, those could be yellow. Sure. Maybe they're a bit more orange. I was thinking, like, an orangey, peachy color. Like, yeah. I was saying peach earlier, and I was like, yeah. oh, they'd be so cute and peach. Yeah, it's so, like a peachy, orangey color is their base, and then the yellow stripe. Then it, the stripe doesn't, like, completely stand out like it would on a typical electric type, which would be another color with the yellow yeah. lightning bolts they're, to they're, be they're, striking. They're both warm. These are already the colors, colors it tends towards. Yeah. And those aren't well, absolutely wild out their colors for its kind of habitats anyway. I think we should have the colors change a little bit between evolution. Yeah, I like like either the stripes and the main color swap or mm. all the colors get darker when the stripes stay bright or there's a few different ways you can take it well it's keeping like the mm. same profile but yeah, like yeah. tweaking it yeah, to it's... make it more interesting or maybe like more saturated yeah some kind of more saturation I think like it's like brighter yeah on Picol keep the stripe a little bit closer to brown almost like a pale mm. brown yeah and then it like becomes a bit more vibrant on the evolved form yeah awesome Let's throw on some abilities and then we can move on I think Cheek Pouch fits here. There's three abilities that absorb electric moves. Lightning Rod, which doesn't just absorb it, specifically draws them in like a lightning rod. Mm, and then not quite right. Not quite. And then it also boosts its special attack. Motor Drive makes it immune and boosts its speed when hit. Or Volt Absorb restores its HP when hit. And that one's the one that I think feels most yeah. fitting to me. I think yeah. we go with Volt Absorb. Maybe as a hidden ability, I'm not quite sure. That does seem like it'd probably be the stronger one considering the kind of Pokemon that this is. Yeah. Let's look at some of those other rodenty yeah. ones. Oh, another option another classic runaway yeah shows up a lot on those kinds of pokemon i think ratata probably has runaway Ooh, i like i like runaway it runs and it screams <laughs> runaway it's a classic runaway cheek pouch and hidden ability vault absorb yeah and we need pokemon Picol and zapika delightful yeah but now we're not at the end of the episode we need to go back and talk about their habitat yeah it's time to go to the town map So we're talking about the first routes trainers will explore as they travel through Osea, and we're talking about the first routes. I think we're going to talk about both North Route 1 and South Route 1 as we've decided to go with Quirm. Yeah. North Route 1 will come out of Oaksburg, South Route 1 will come out of Red Beach. I think South Route 1 will be more similar to what you might expect from a Route 1, mm, typically. True. Not quite, because it's not going to be as grassy an area, it's still in this very warm, beachy kind of area. There'll obviously yeah. be grass parts to it and like you'll get like palm trees around and such. It'll be flavored a little bit more like beach grass rather than like yeah. your traditional tall grass. Yeah. It's a lot more of a sandy route. Yeah, a bit more Alola style almost mm-hmm. because it's in that similar sort of climate. Yeah. I think like some interesting terrain aspects we can throw in there that would really work for Picol in particular. You can have like sand dunes. Okay, yeah. Like some sandy hills as well. Like, yeah. It could be burrowing in and out of. You can always just throw some rocks around on the ground. Like there's rocks everywhere. Yeah. So Red 
Beach per the Olsea map that's on Twitter. It'll show up if you just search Olsea map on Twitter. It's on a peninsula. There is a lot of water surrounding it as well. Mm -hmm. So that first early exploration is really going to be linking between Red Beach and San Vincenzo. And I think like it'd be a, just a little bit of going back and forth, reminiscent of a lot of earlier Pokemon games in particular, mm. where you'd go out exploring and then come back to your hometown and then go back and forth a bit. Before you officially leave on your journey. Yeah. yeah. So Generation 1 in Kanto, you go from Pallet Town up to Viridian City to collect the Pokedex package for Professor Oak and you deliver it back to him. I think with this, you'd spend a bit more time in that route while it's still considered part of your early exploration, like a bit more mm. freely open to navigate. Any particular other like thoughts about like his geography? Sandy, beachy? Yeah, sandy, beachy. Like comparing it to Alola in particular mm. is, is very apt. It's yeah. gonna have a lot of those vibes, at least like the beachier areas of Alola. I think like, if not on South Route 1, maybe on South Route 1? Like it could be again, Route 1 in Alola was a very different Route 1 because mm. so it's where your, your house is and it's got like loads of different sections. Yeah. Nowadays routes are more likely to have different sections of grass that will have different encounter tables. Yeah. So like maybe there is a section of a beach that initially is sort of cut off for the player for whatever reason. You yeah. can't quite get there yet but then you go back there later and like you could be able to catch say Tide Pal there. Sure, yeah. Obviously in those first few patches of grass so you've got you've got Peacall, you've got JV, mm -hmm. you've probably got Playsome I think Play would still yeah. show up this early as well. Yeah. As well as oh uh, Tumbug. Tumbug. Tumbug's probably in there. As well you probably still have some older Pokemon showing up there. There's probably at least one Rattata variant from another region that would be sure, in the grass yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another, definitely another bird and more bugs. Yeah. They love to throw like Caterpie around in these all the time. Yeah. Just, you know, classic mix of early game yeah. Pokemon. When you come back later when you can fish or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like there's Magikarp here. Of course. Like. And Small Fry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A handful of slightly more interesting Pokemon. Things like Tide Pad are the Pokemon that as far as the Pokemon encountered are what will separate this from North Route 1. Yes. So you'll get Tide Pal here, you'll get maybe some things like, say, like a Diglett. Oh, you probably can't get Sandy Gast here. No, I don't That's once you yeah. get up to the other town. Yeah, you wouldn't get Sandy Gast on Route 1 itself. No, no, that's at least in San Vincenzo. Yeah. But you might not find Caterpie way up north. It's true. Tumbug, sure. Can't escape the Tumbug. But it's like maybe a different, maybe there's Snom up north instead <laughs> of Caterpie, you know? Mm-hmm. One of the sort of early game bugs that are more likely to be in a colder area. Why is Burmy coming to mind? Maybe. He's got like a coat. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to discuss about this route? Let's talk a little bit about North Route 1 and then maybe we'll have some points to compare. Sure, so yeah. North Route 1 is very much, it's on the mountain is the thing. Yes. So it's a lot more of a peak, which again, peak all, gonna love it. Yeah. So it's perfect for that. Similar to South Route 1 being mm. on a peninsula, North Route 1 being on a mountain sort mm. of limits the scope of how far you can go in that very early game. Yeah. Like, this is like the tutorial route. You shouldn't yeah. be able to wander too far. So and like, like that, that parallels pretty well. Yeah. You might get some like snowing weather here, but not, not in the way of some Pokemon games where snow in the overworld means hail. Like yeah. that would be horrendous to have to deal with in a battle. Yeah. <laughs> it would be very light snow if there's any here at all. Think like Pokemon Platinum and Pokemon Pokemon Black and White 2 were both like Pokemon Platinum I think you could get snow straight up in your starting town <laughs> because they just made the Sinnoh region colder in those games and like your outfits in those games you had like a, th a bigger coat and a scarf yeah similarly Black and White 2 also went with a colder thing so it's a little bit like that because like we're not immediately on an icy snowy peak no, it's more just like early winter. Yeah. Like when the snow is still fun before it becomes ice and damages your car. There'll be further areas up, but you are also traveling down the mountain to start. Mm. So I think maybe like your town itself has probably got like a snow town. Yeah. But then like almost as soon as you leave the town is where like it transitions to a bit of a rockier area. Yeah. And then you start getting the grass. 
And I'm imagining that, like, in your starting town, like, the mm-hmm. pathways are, like, clear of snow. Like, this this is a place yeah. that is so, like, regularly snowy that it gets cleared out properly. Yeah, so that's a bit, say, like, Surchester in yeah. Galar. Like, it's a very cold, snowy town, but they're used to it and they deal with it. And it's also a tourist kind of area. Yeah. Well, Oaksburg is less touristy than... But- Everyone so that lives there works in, like, the touristy place. Like, people are coming yeah, and going yeah. frequently enough that, like, the snow is not a huge mobility issue. Yeah. It's possible there's, like, another route coming off of it that, like, is a later game route mm. that would be... Less frequented. Yeah. And, like, I think there's probably a cave coming off of this route, or a cave section you ha- you can go through, or you have mm. to go through at some point. Again, potentially before or after you get the gym badge, potentially. Could be, like, a small little cave section as well, like the Orber Gate. Okay. The first time you're going through like you're going to meet the professor mm. to escort them back like you don't go through the cave then later this game you can probably get Stiligo a little bit yeah. because we said again you're going to get cave Pokemon in the south yes. still there's going to be a yeah. cave area there but here maybe you just get them a bit earlier mm-hmm. Hairball naturally shows up just because my brain likes to do parallels mm-hmm. the starting routes in particular you oh, want like, sure. like yeah, very yeah. parallel yeah. experiences not one to one but like similar yeah. so like maybe instead of a cave on the southern part there's like a water path that yeah. you can come back through later because it is like out on a peninsula you can go out into the water and there's yeah. some islands or stuff out there because of course again we've also talked about there being multiple paths so on the map we've only currently got one path coming out of Oaksburg but there will be at least one more path coming out if yeah. not two or three paths total in Red Beach we do have a southern path coming out that does go across the water mm. which heads towards Billsborough eventually you can probably get snow in this area probably not on Route 1 itself is the thing Fine. you probably have to at least have Route 2. It could be an early Pokemon. Yeah. I want these Pokemon to be exciting and early, but... Is Snom good? I was under the impression that Snom was... No, yeah, Snom would be perfectly fine early on. That's, yeah, that's kind of the vibe that I got from Snom. Frostmoth is a lot stronger than Snom. A sure. lot stronger. But it doesn't have a middle evolution the way that a lot of bugs do. Yeah. What kind of bugs in real life are more likely to live in colder climates? No. <laughs> Just bugs in general don't to let, tend to live in colder climates? Yellow Jacket, we could put Weedle in there. I mean, that'd be a great counterpoint to Caterpie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. And then, again, the same sort of group of Pical. JV. Playsome. Those are ones that you're going to find. Yeah. Hairball isn't, like, in the first section of grass you can go in. Yeah. But you can definitely encounter it before the first gym. The same as... Same um, as Tide Pal. Yeah. This is just sort of, like, a sampling of things that you might see. I'd really like there to be a normal ice type that you can encounter mm. in the north. Yeah. Any other points, really, to make about our first routes? Oh, one thing, actually. So you mentioned, like, an early, like the, the beginning of the game, you're going to go and meet the professor to bring them to town in a reverse of the games where you're the newbie in town the professor is the newbie in town yeah, in this one yeah and there's gonna be like probably a bus station it could be a train station or mm. even could, I mean maybe even an airport but probably not for the, like this sort of area probably. I think they've probably got a bus into this area from an airport elsewhere yeah so do we want like a bus station that's on a section of the route that's like off the normal path oh. towards the town so essentially I was thinking that you would pick up the professor in the next town yeah and that's where the bus station would I think this way there'd be a section of grass that's more towards that town that's on Route 1 mm-hmm. but that's where you'd get some of those different Pokemon because you go on this off path towards like a bus station first oh, okay. and then come back and then later go back out that way okay yeah that breaks it up into like two sections a little bit more yeah yeah okay. like some Route 1s that are a bit more branching paths yeah cool yeah I like 
that. So, so just like real quick recap, because this it. has been a lot. Our game has two starting routes. Mm-hmm. North Route 1, South Route 1. The South is a sandy beach type area mm-hmm. with some beach grass. You're going to encounter more tropical type Pokemon, or not tropical, but more warm weather Pokemon. Yeah. As well as the standard set of early game Pokemon that we've established. We've got a Pika, we've got a Blue Jay, we've got a Possum. Mm-hmm. And then North Route 1 is going to be a very similar designed area, but is going to be a more snowy aesthetic. It's going to be much colder, and so some of the Pokemon that you encounter will be swapped out instead for Pokemon that will fit better in a colder environment. And that's the gist of it. They're very much parallels of each other, because this is the tutorial, basically. Route 1 is yeah. your tutorial. So, like, the rest of the game, once you're past Route 1, you don't have to necessarily play it in a particular order. That's something that we've brought up a lot. Yeah. But Route 1, those are going to be the same on both sides. <laughs> yeah, like there's got there's got to be some level of order and gameplay. Like, like plot points have to go in order. You need to get your first Pokemon before you go and get your first badge. Yes. So the Route 1s are going to be very parallel in the way that they progress you through that very early story. Yeah. But an aspect that I think is very fun is they're not visually the same at all. No, absolutely not. Like, one is very flat and sandy, even if there are some dunes and some slightly hilly areas. Mm-hmm. And another is very rocky, mountainous, somewhat snowy area. Yeah. So aesthetically, they are polar opposites, yeah. but functionally, they are the same. Yeah. And, like, the layout would be a little bit different as well. Yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. the branches are, like, where the twists and turns are. But, yeah, like, if you think about it almost, like, from a programming point of view, the lines of them are identical. Yeah. They they share the same purpose, but, like, they are going to be aesthetically very different. Yeah. And I, I think that that's delightful. Yeah. yeah. Most Route 1s tends to have a very similar purpose. Yeah. But, again, just be shaken up here and there. Yeah. To make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. I wish this game were real. <laughs> I want to play this game. One day. <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> Our email's in the podcast description. We've put in so much early research work. So today, we started off by making a Pokemon. We sure what? did. What? <laughs> the first thing we did, we made a pair of Pika Pokemon. Not to be confused <laughs> with Pikachu, but based on the American Pika, a very real animal related to a rabbit. It's a pure normal type, and it sits up and eats some things, and it buries in the holes in the mountains and the rocks. And sometimes it screams. It screams, uh, yeah, a little bit. It's yeah. got a little bit of screaming. <laughs> a little bit of screaming. I mean, it can't do too much screaming, because that's still got to be Playsome's thing. That's Playsome does so much screaming. Yeah, Playsome does an annoying scream. This one just screams when it's scared. This does a little scream like, ah, this does a surskit scream. Surskit scream. The classic surskit skirt, 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 surskit scream. Say that ten times fast. Ah, surskit scream, 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 surskit scream. I lost count. You also definitely made mistakes in there a couple times. Yeah, but I kept going. <laughs> These Pokemon are named Peacall, spelt P-E-A-K, like a mountain peak. <laughs> You're and really pleased with I'm that. I'm really pleased with that. And Zapika. Zapika playing into it's like, it's got some little touches that reference Pikachu because it's got the name and it definitely gets electric moves and it can even have Zvolt Absorb as its hidden ability. Also, I feel like it dashes around like a little streak of lightning. The way you've done the legs there, I'm imagining skittering around like a lizard. <laughs> 
it's not <laughs> You know, the little yeah. scamper they do? Yeah, sure, it does that. We also worked on our first routes of the region. Yeah, Alsea has two routes numbered as one because there's North Route 1 and South Route 1. Our routes will eventually converge in the center. And for what it's worth, by the way, we're probably not going to do episodes going over every numbered route in detail, but these are the first routes, you know? But we got to start from the beginning. The first steps of our Pokemon journey in the Alsea region. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as... Cult Classics. Green Mountain Mysteries. And our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. And you can also find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. If you have any arts, concepts, anything you'd like to share at all with us, Fakemon related, we would love to see it. Send us your Fakemon. Please. They don't, it doesn't even have to be art. Just like tweet at us concepts. Email yeah. us longer thoughts if you want. We posted incomplete art for Milia yeah. from last time. Uh. We'd love to see other designs because we posted four complete designs of different patterns you'd find on Milia. We'd love to see your takes on what a Milia pattern could look like. There are blank versions available on Twitter and we would love to see you color so them in. Cool. <laughs> but until next time, gotta, gotta make, make them all. all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, I'm Tanner. And I'm Lindsay. And together we host a podcast called Not If I Reboot You First. It's a show where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood gets the chance to. We also do adaptations and spin-offs and sequels, but everybody seems to call those reboots too. It's everyone's favorite buzzword. Sometimes we make something really good, like when we turn the mummy into a proper pilot for the Dark Universe. Sometimes things go bad, and I drunkenly yell at JK Rowling for an hour. And sometimes it gets really weird, and we time crash the entire Mighty Ducks franchise into a single universe. So join us every week for something that's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. Follow us on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for the name of the show, and it's pronounced NEARY! I turned Princess Belle into Iron Man once. Wait, what? <laughs>